The journey we're taking is the journey within you. Everybody has their own story and their own journey to share. Every journey conceals another journey within its lines, the past not taken and the forgotten angle. Listen to the stories from others sharing their triumphs and struggles that led them to where they are today. Welcome to the journey within you. And today I am just kind of excited <laughs> to have Erin Celine with us. Um, let me just tell you how I found this young lady. Um, we were traveling down a highway. Don't remember which one, but as we travel <laughs> in an RV, um, I saw this truck go by with pulling an RV and I was like, I saw this thing on the back and it said the joy pack journey. And I was like, what? I just connected immediately because journey for one and joy. I love the word joy because you have to be joyful if you're doing, especially what you're doing. Right. Um, so I thought I got to connect and she had her uh, Instagram connection on there. And so immediately I sent her a message and I was like, well, I didn't know who I was going to get a he, she, what, you know, it's like, who's <laughs> going to answer. Um, but she said, I, well, I asked her, I was like, would you be on my podcast and tell me your story? And she's like, yeah. And I was like, super cool. So Erin, tell us your story and how you got from where you came from to where you are today. Okay. Uh, well, first, thanks for having me on here. This is kind of yeah. fun. I've never done a podcast before, but I've <laughs> listened to a lot. Yeah. Um, we are originally from Minnesota, uh, just giving you all a little background. Um, and we really felt that we were supposed to pick up and move to Florida. Uh, we sold our tiny little goat farm uh, that we had been running for seven years and um, just moved everybody. Um, one of the perks of the last couple of years is that um, jobs have been able to go remote. And so my husband was able to pick up everything and move. Um, so journey uh, our our journeys all begin at birth right you know we're yeah. born and and we're formed in our personality by how we're parented and how we grow up it's just kind right. of um that soaking season right where you learn and you mm -hmm. grow um but my journey really feels like it began um when i realized that i had been um dealing with uh, passive verbal abuse from a community mm -hmm. member and I got to the point where I really just couldn't function anymore as a parent. Um, I was able to just go through the steps, but I was right. not healthy anymore. Right. And so I decided to uh, find a therapist and get myself into some counseling. Yeah. And that's a good <laughs> um, step. Yeah, it was, it was actually just such a godsend. It was, it was the best thing I probably ever could have done. Um, and there were several people without telling me, just praying behind the scenes, just, okay, this Aww. girl needs to get herself into some counseling. <laughs> so that's, that's really where my story begins. And, um, uh, yeah, so I started seeing this therapist and we, we had been meeting, uh, sometimes twice a week, sometimes mm -hmm. once a week, just depending on what I needed. Um, and we dealt with the abusive stuff really within the first month, probably yeah. of, of the counseling. And then after that, it was more just peeling back layer upon layer upon layer of just stuff that accumulates in your yeah. life. And we pack you it know. down, don't we? we oh, so much. Yeah. 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 It just, it, it, it's like peeling back onion layers or people talk about, uh, you know, just digging past another layer of soil. There's all sorts of analogies, right? Mm -hmm. Right. Right. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I, I did that. I spent eight years 
just digging yeah. and digging and digging. And um, that time in our life also was rough because we were transitioning around jobs. And um, I was unemployed for a section of that time. And mm. so we had some like financial issues too, which was great actually, <laughs> because at the end of the day, uh, I really felt like all of that was used to um, just bring me to a place of, of being willing to mm -hmm. peel back those mm -hmm. layers. Um, I, we had our goats at the time and I would go out into the goat pen to, to take care of the goats. Mm -hmm. yeah. <laughs> and I would end up just sitting with them for hours, you know, after the amazing? kids had gone to bed. Yeah. <laughs> I had the farm. I know. I know what it's yes. like. Yes. Yeah. Um, and it was, it was, um, it was just such a gift. There were so many little gifts throughout that whole season. Um, and so the process of the counseling really, really peeled off all these extra pieces of what I call coping, right? You don't know right. that you're coping, right. but you are. And and as I peeled those off, I really found who I was, my, my identity, who God created me to be. Mm -hmm. And I was able to uh, walk in that differently. Yeah. And my friends yeah. even said they they would tell me to my face, yeah. <laughs> great yeah. friends. Um, yeah. <clears throat> they would tell me to my face, wow, you were a terrible person before, but you're so different now. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I mean, I, I recognized it too. So I was like, oh yeah, no, it's amazing. Isn't it? It yeah. was just such a amazing um several years and um i think about it in the analogy of we walk through life and we're walking down a dirt road and we we pick up rocks you know oh that one's cool or oh that mm -hmm. one's in my shoe or oh that one's in my way and we just kind of unknowingly put them in our pocket oh that's and a good way to think about that and we just kind of keep walking and all of a sudden we stop one day and realize oh my gosh all of my pockets are full what right. am i going to do so and heavy. Yes, yeah, so heavy. And you just can't mm. keep walking. And mm. so eventually you start sifting, you know, you think about it like, oh, I, I need to put that rock down. I don't really want that one anymore. And yeah. they're little, yeah. sometimes trivial. Sometimes they're the beautiful ones and mm. we don't realize they're the beautiful ones. Mm -hmm. um, and so it was just a process of unpacking rocks. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, so that led us to um, probably 20... 2019 mm. um and I was working in the hospital I'm a nurse by trade oh um, thank you and I was working in the hospital when oh you're welcome uh when COVID hit and uh that was its own bit of awful yeah and its own bit of blessing uh through through those couple years of dealing with COVID and and all of the things that surrounded it I was able to use the tools that I had gained through counseling to make it through without bitterness. Mm -hmm. And, mm -hmm. um, and, you know, I didn't do it perfectly, obviously. I no, had my days no, where it was it, hard. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think we all did, yeah. Yeah, and, um, and, you know, my husband then was able to stay home and work from home. And so we were able to talk a lot more about our dreams and our hopes mm -hmm. for our life. Mm -hmm. And um, all of that just kind of came to a head in 2021. And the market value went up on our house and we realized we can sell. Mm. We should sell our house. We can go live on the road full-time traveling. Mm. Um, and if we do all of those things, it's completely feasible for me to quit my job 
mm. uh, for for a time for a season and I think after everything from those few years I really needed that yeah. um and I can't blame anybody else who needs that too it was rough <laughs> yeah 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 Camp camper sales were up you know during that time because people yes. needed an out <laughs> Yes, yeah. so many people needed an out. Mm -hmm. And our heart really became, um, at, at, probably in like May of 2021, our heart really became to to find somewhere close to the beach, mm -hmm. <laughs> close mm -hmm. to the ocean, and provide a space for other people to get away and just feel oh. some relief. Mm -hmm. And so we started to pursue Florida. Um, and the doors just opened faster than we could walk through them. Wow. Um, it was it was wild. There were so many doors that if I think back, um, I don't know even how they came about. Uh, and I, I, yeah. I just have to assume it was God's hand. God um, thing. Yeah. Yeah. Such a God thing. Um, like one example, um, we we weren't initially planning to go to an RV. We were hoping to go to a boat. <laughs> yeah, I saw that. I was like, yes. uh, what? <laughs> yes. We had, yeah, we had our eyes set on um, a catamaran, a four-bedroom catamaran um, down in oh, Fort Lauderdale. Man. And uh, we had a couple of sailboats in our possession uh, to try out sailing and to figure it out, but they needed some love and we just didn't have the time to give them that yeah. love. So we eventually parted ways with those. Um, and so we, we did, we said, okay, well, well, let's, we had Florida in our sights and then, and then a catamaran opened up and then a friend called me and she said, Aaron, are you still thinking of Florida? And I said, oh yeah, we, we really are. And she goes, mm -hmm. well, I just talked with a man who uh, did the video, the videography for our house. Um, so we could put it up on an Airbnb and uh, he's selling a house and asked us if we wanted another one. And we said, no, thank you, but we know someone who might. <laughs> yeah. And, um, and that was a time in Florida when there was at least 10 buyers for every house yes. before it even came on the market. Yeah. And we said, okay, well, we'd like to look at it. And she said, oh, great. I'll talk to him. Great. So she talked to him and she said, okay, he's willing to keep his house off the market until you look at it Aww. and decide if you want it or not. How cool. It was amazing. Yeah. And so we sort of felt that that was an open door just to get ourselves to Florida. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so mm -hmm. we, I asked my husband, I said, do you think we should go? He said, yeah, absolutely. We should look at this house. And I said, do you think we should take our kids with us or should, you know, grandma and grandpa mm -hmm. spend a weekend with the kids? And he said, yeah. no, if we're moving our whole life, they need to come see this too. Wow. And they need to be a part of it. And I said, okay, I'll look for tickets. I found tickets for 60 bucks round oh my trip gosh. from That's Minnesota crazy. to Florida. Yeah, it's crazy. Just like a confirmation. <laughs> you won't find that now. <laughs> no, no, not anywhere. No. Um, so we, we all bundled ourselves into a plane and headed to Florida and looked at this house. And it was a house like any other. It was great. It was yeah. a great deal. Uh, but we decided, no, thank you. We didn't really want that because um, we really did have our eyes set on a boat. So we decided to. Uh, drive across the state and go look at this boat so we do and the kids we didn't you know the kids had kind of been like on and off like yeah I'd love to live in a boat no no I'm never setting yeah. foot on a boat yeah. you know kids yeah. and uh, so we get on this boat we get over to it and the kids just come alive like mm. just alive and they're mm. we need to be on this boat mom this is going to be my room and I'm going to sit here and this is how we're going to do Aww. things and I'm all about it and Dreaming. Uh, yeah. And so we decided, okay, 
you know, let's let's look at, into it further. So my husband started to put together um, an offer for the boat and started to look at, you know, getting sea trials done and all those different things that you need to yeah. to get before you purchase the boat. And one thing led to another, and then it just kind of fell through, mm. which is fine, you know. It, we mm -hmm. weren't, you know, we we sort of hold things loosely, and we went, okay, you know, that right. just might be all our right. sign, but that's not the boat for us. <laughs> and um, so I ended up then thinking, well, how do we get from a house to a boat? Yeah. <laughs> we need to sell the house. How is this going to work? Logistically, my brain, the wheels in my brain just started going. Mm -hmm. And um, I thought, well, you know, I know some people live in RVs full time. Maybe I should uh, reach out that. to a friend. Yeah. So I have a friend. Um, she and I had homeschooled our kids together Aww. just briefly, but in, um, in Minnesota. And I had heard she did this wild thing where she just gotten <laughs> sold her house and gotten to an RV and hasn't come back yet. Oh, wow. So, <laughs> so I reached out to her and I said, hey, you know, do you think it'd be possible for us to do that? And she says, oh, yes, of course it would. This would be great. And I said, can you point me in the direction of some resources? I know you've been doing this for a while. And so she points out this this group, it's called Full-Time Families. Oh. And a shameless plug, we really love the group. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, so cool. and she goes, she goes, you might want to just check this out on uh, online and on Facebook. And some people are part of it. Some people aren't. It's really no big deal, whatever. So we go, okay, yeah, we'll join it. It's, you know, it's a great idea. It's great community. And um, I find out later she owns it. She owns ah. that business. <laughs> it's all her thing. Yeah. It is. Uh, she's, she's a succession of owners, but they're, they're in charge of it right now. And it just cracked me up that she was like, no big deal. Some people do it. Some people don't I'm like, oh, you're, you're running the thing, aren't you? Uh -huh. <laughs> Small so I thought that was, yeah, exactly. It was really great. Um, so I began looking into to everything more and then talked to my husband and said, what do you think? And he goes, you know, I just really think that we should, um, we should look into RVs then. That sounds like a great idea. So he starts combing Facebook marketplace and we find an RV and through a series of little miracles, we eventually end up getting this RV for probably half the cost mm -hmm. that we would have ever paid. Yeah. Um, we happen to already have the truck available to pull it. Um, and that's a story in itself. All of these little pieces mm -hmm. came together for us to be able to launch, um, in November of 2021. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Yeah. So it, it was great. And through the process, I just kept praying and thinking. And um, I was like, well, if we, if we launch, you know, maybe we should have a website. Mm -hmm. And if we launch, well, maybe we should have a place for other people to come join us. And mm -hmm. if we launch, well, maybe we should share our story. Mm -hmm. And so, um, I kept thinking, like, what's what should we call it? What should we call our story? Mm -hmm. And um, it just came to mind, the joy packed journey, because you need to have joy as yes. you walk through life. And each part yes. of life has its own little pockets of joy. And those are really sustaining. Mm -hmm. And if you're not looking for them, things can be kind of miserable. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't want to live a miserable life. You know, no. it's not saying that we don't have hard days. It's that right. we find the joy through it all, you know, yeah. everything that we go through. And so you got the RV. What was your first destination? Uh, we, our first destination. So we, we actually literally pounded the last nail in the house. I'm not even kidding you. Dropped the keys off with my parents, the title for the house or the, the documents, whatever. Right. Right. And uh, said, take it to the realtor. We'll see you later. <laughs> 
Wow. We pulled out at 11.59 on October 30th. Um, and we said, see you later. And, uh, and we arrived uh, in some someplace in Iowa and spent the night <laughs> in Aww. a parking lot. In a parking lot, yeah. <laughs> and then... <clears throat> done a lot of that yeah and then uh and then we ended up um heading down to uh one of my husband's brother's um places mm-hmm. in the midwest Neat. and uh we stayed there for two weeks and just kind of got our bearings and took a deep breath from everything that we had been doing mm-hmm. and then from there we uh we hit a couple of locations heading south um there's something out there called harvest hosts mm-hmm. and i have seen that yeah. yes yeah, we love them. It's this network of all these different places where you can come and stay for the night mm-hmm. and they have their own little shop where they sell something and you're expected yeah. to pay something like $20 and support their little local thing and you can stay there for free. That's so cool. So we love it. So we hit a couple of harvest hosts and we uh, got into Florida and we hit Destin, Florida, uh, knowing nothing about tourist attractions. Honestly, we knew nothing <laughs> yeah. and realized there's a state park there. We'll just see if we can get into it. Well, we got in and we got in for a week and a half. And I'm telling you, that's not common in the state of Florida in the winter. Right. Right. It's hard. It's very hard to get in those. You have to plan way ahead usually. Yes. So difficult. So we got a whole week in a state park in the panhandle and we just loved it. We rested our bones. We rested our hearts and, um, and then continue to travel on and then make our way around Florida for the next bit of winter. Um, See, you'd never been in an RV, had you? So you had to learn all the ropes about how to work the RV and all those things. And that's a lot. It's a lot to learn. And you can get intimidated pretty fast. (laughs) Yeah, well, never pulling something that large. We um, we were initially in a travel trailer uh, that was like 34 feet long. Mm -hmm. And that was a good starter, I think. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So um, it was, it was, good it was there's just a lot of learning a lot of little bits and pieces that you don't know and mm-hmm. um thankfully we had jumped in with the support of the group of full-time families and so there's a ton of forums there's a ton of little branches you know um uh that you can be a part of and ask questions mm-hmm. and figure things out and it, it has become a really tight community That's there's awesome. probably four to six thousand families i think wow. involved that is and awesome yeah, it's huge, but at the same time, it's become really tight, and you spend time around a campfire with another full-time Aww. family, and it's like you've spent a couple of years together. Yeah. Um, no, I'm through the community that you've already developed a relationship with them. Yeah, That's so good. And then you also, if something has happened to you in your camper, it's bound to have happened to someone in that community. So you're <laughs> able to like, oh, this happened, and they're like right away can tell you this is what you need to do. And even with exactly. different type camper, there's a lot of things that are common that can work. Mm-hmm. I mean, we just got back from California and we had yeah. to travel out for work. We use ours for work and we're in it most of the time. I mean, we're home mm-hmm. on the weekends, turn around, go back out and coming home, back and forth to there, the roads are so bad. I don't yes. know about you, but the banging and crashing and crying. So my husband has spent two days repairing all the work all the things that broke just in the travel. It was crazy. So there's a lot of that too. I mean, you know, I remember, I think I saw something about water one time with you. Y'all didn't have water, you know, (laughs) yeah. 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 So I mean, things like that and people think, oh, it's so glorious. And yeah, there is, there's so much. Cause I know your kids are thriving 
thriving yeah. in this. And they uh, are. You know, even in the downtimes we've had, and blessed not to have missed any work, we've been able to manage. Mm -hmm. I have a husband that's able to fix things, and probably yours too. You learn how to get it done, and yeah. uh, so we can keep moving. You know, but um, I think people need to take the opportunity if it arises for them, because mm -hmm. like your children have seen things that they they will remember a lifetime, for a yes. lifetime. Yes. You know, it's teaching them. And I think one of the biggest things that my husband and I both talk about when people ask us, you know, how has it been for your children? Um, one of the biggest things is just that we are living in 44 feet. We upgraded to a fifth wheel. Um, we're living in 44 feet together. That that totals out when all the slides are popped out and everything. It's 400 square feet, roughly. Mm -hmm. And um, that's small, right? That's yeah. some tiny yeah. living for five yeah. people. And it is. And um, they, it's just been such a gift because my husband is present all the time. I am present all the time. And we have to learn to work around each other. We have to learn to respect each other. And it, so it develops um, those kinds of relationships where you are thinking about another person. You hmm. are able to go and find your parent when something is a problem. You are able to have your resources right there. And for children, I think there's a lot of stability in that. Yes. And um, we've run into actually some, some psychologists yeah. <laughs> uh, who, who live on the road with their family full time. Oh, and uh, I ended up talking with the mom who is the psychologist. And she said, honestly, uh, people question, is this developmentally appropriate for children to live in an RV being transient? We are moving around every few weeks mm -hmm. to different parks, different mm -hmm. locations. Um, and and she said to me, honestly, I can't think of a, a better situation for children mm -hmm. where they are with their family full time. Mm -hmm. They're taking in the sights and adventures that they only read about in textbooks. Mm -hmm. And they are able to form community with other families at the mm -hmm. parks mm -hmm. and be able to say, see you later and not goodbye. Because yes. then we find ways to stay in touch with those families. Mm -hmm. And I think that that offers a different kind of stability, but um, with the opportunity to problem solve, to navigate that. How, if I want to stay in touch with this family, how do I do that? Right. Well, the internet is a great resource, but yes, then you also is. become very intentional with meeting up with those families again. Mm -hmm. And it changes kind of the course of how you do things. And I think, um, that kind of problem solving and the stability are very, very good for children. And that is what my friend who's the psychologist said. She said, all of those kinds of resources being put together um, create very good environments for children to grow mm -hmm. and thrive. Mm -hmm. And it's taken them out of the box, the norm of how, you know, the different types of problems they're having to solve. These are great problems that you're having to solve yeah. now, you know, and, and I bet you've seen your kids grow closer, you know, to mm -hmm. each other. Um, and they argue, I'm sure kids are kids. They're going to have their yeah. moments, you know, yeah. and especially when you're in a small space, it may seem bigger <laughs> yeah. than what it really is. Go take a walk, yeah. you know, get outside. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. Um, we have five dogs and a bird. And so I oh. say, it's always like, I'm running a daycare at my, in my <laughs> RV. And it's, yeah. you know, how do you do that? And it's like, they, they love it. And it's like, they're in their confined space. They love it, you know? So, I mean, it, I know it doesn't like children, but they are, there are kids because we don't have children anymore. We're, you know, empty nesters, but yeah. um, 
when we did, our grandkids loved traveling in it. They couldn't wait to know where we were going next, you know, yeah. and I'd have them spend a couple of weeks on the road with us. Cause we'd be doing this, um, well, we're married 26 years next week. And so it's been wow. over 20 years we've been on the road. Wow. And you do, <clears throat> excuse me. You do get to see a lot and yeah. participate and make new friends like this, getting to make a new friend. I love it. Yeah. You know? Yeah, I would have, I would never. That would have never happened if we didn't pass each other on the highway. I would have never right. gotten to know you. You know. Yeah, exactly. So it's I'm very so it's by that. It's very wonderful, and I think uh, we have uh, some friends that um, one of their slogan is just that it's a very intentional adventure, and I love that. And that is really what it has become is we have to be intentional about things. Mm -hmm. We have to be intentional about planning our routes ahead of time. We have to be intentional about saving funds for different yeah. things and for repairs. And we have to be intentional with our relationships because it could go downhill. You're not in a big spot, you know, and yeah. um, it, it really could go downhill if we're not intentional to interact with our kids and say, hey, I see that there's a problem here. How can we solve it? And so it requires a lot of hands-on from the parents. Mm -hmm. um, it requires a lot of a lot of response from the kids. They mm -hmm. have to be willing to talk things through. And, um, you know, we didn't come from a large house. We had 1,500 square feet, nothing right. crazy. Right. But the kids really had their own rooms and their own spaces. And they if they were upset and frustrated with each other, they could stomp off to their room yeah. and... and <laughs> slam the door and, and yeah. be by themselves right yeah. Um, yeah and we didn't have to pursue them because they weren't in anyone else's space and yeah. we could wait for them to come out and and you know solve the problem on their own mm -hmm. well that's not exactly healthy either no. there's there's some there's some good points to that you know give a kid their space but at the same time um if you allow them to problem solve everything on their own uh they don't have to figure out what is good and right and true. They can come up That's with their right. own solutions. And yeah. so um, if they can't really stomp off, I'm looking down the hallway, no. they can't really stomp off here without no. everybody hearing it and everybody yeah. else in the neighborhood hearing it. And, you know, <laughs> and so yeah. it, it creates a space where we have to say, hey, something went wrong and I'm going to pursue you and talk about it with you and, and develop a deeper relationship with you. And um, in the process, our kids have had to talk with each other and and come to agreements and, and voice their frustrations. And we have noticed, even though they may not recognize it or yet, say it, yet. we yet, yeah, yet, um, they've become a lot closer. And um, our oldest was 11 when we went on the road. Uh -huh. And he at first was against it, you know, leaving his yeah. friends, yeah, leaving, you know, all the things that he was starting to put roots down to. Mm -hmm. um, and so for the first probably two or three months, nope, I'm never doing this again. This is horrible. I just want to go back. And then Aww. my parents came down to visit with my sister and her family. And he goes, oh, well, people can come visit us. Sure, I'm all in. And, yeah. and you know, yeah. that was, you know, he was 11. And now he's 13. And um he told me the other day, well, when I have my own camper on the road and I'm Aww. traveling around, I'm going to want these things. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Yeah. My oldest granddaughter was always going to live in a camper too. And she's still got that free spirit and it may happen yeah. one day, but um, <laughs> it's, it's, that's what you want to hear from your kids. I mean, yeah. <clears throat> excuse me. Yeah. I know it's hard because they do want to get connections. They think in the normal, mm -hmm. what we see every day happening 
but they are getting connections big time yeah. being in these campgrounds and meeting people from all over, you know, learning probably different cultures, even um, mm -hmm. from different places. So I, I high five you. I think it's awesome <laughs> that you're doing what you're doing with your children. You have three. Now, what are their ages? You said 13 is your son. 13, 13. Uh, and then we have a 10 year old boy and then we have a eight year old daughter. Awesome. And then two dogs. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so you got the dogs too. Yay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So you do have a full house. Full we do. House. Definitely. So where are you at right now? Uh, we are in central Florida. Um, we're just bopping around here. Uh, we, our domicile, our home residency is Florida. Uh, so we had to tie up some loose ends and yeah. uh, take care of some, you know, just stuff Normal. down mm -hmm. here. Yeah. Um, yeah. See some doctor's appointments, get our teeth cleaned, that kind of thing. Oh, fun. Um, <laughs> yeah, so fun. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then we'll be, we'll be around Florida for the next uh, month and a half, probably. And then we start making our way back up to Minnesota to see family and friends for the summer. Uh -huh. Yeah. So, when it's yeah. a little bit warmer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Apparently right now they've got about five feet of snow, they say. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah. We just stay in Florida. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, we were, we're in, we're in Georgia. This is our home oh, okay. base is Georgia and we're in Rome, Georgia and it's 80 degrees today. Yeah. So I mean, it's like, this is crazy. It was 20 something the other day. So we never know what it's <laughs> right now. It's in limbo, but yeah, I'd rather have this than the five feet of snow. <laughs> yeah. We're a little over it. That's, that's for sure. We, we went back one Christmas, uh, our first Christmas and we had everything from brown grass and no snow and cold weather to negative 20 and a couple feet of snow mm -hmm. in like a three week period. And we were like, mm -hmm. no, we're good. We're yeah. really good. See ya. <laughs> yeah. We're out of here. Well, Erin, yeah. I just appreciate you taking the time with me today and um, yeah. look forward to seeing you on the road somewhere. I mean, we are yeah. all over. So maybe our paths will cross again. Um, oh, that sounds we'll great. Definitely stay connected um, yeah. through the days to come. Um, yeah. but I just, I'll be praying for your family as you travel. Um, Thank you. I know the road is hard. It's hard. I mean, there's, there's a lot that goes on. So, but it's worth it. Worth it. It every is. Minute. It is. And minute. you know, it's worth it. If, uh, I think if you have the intention to do it yeah. and if you have the desire, really, like I said, kind of bringing it full circle, the joy pack journey, if you yeah. have a desire to find the joyful pockets in mm -hmm. whatever journey you're on, it can be really, uh, really wonderful, but also really refining. You know, we right. go through those times where we just have to shed a layer of gunk that's accumulated. But I, I think uh, there's a there's a book I've been reading, and it talks about um, the joy in each other's faces when oh. you encounter someone else who has joy to see you or mm -hmm. has decided to find joy in their circumstances. It really forms um, a bond. It forms. Mm -hmm. Uh, a mm -hmm. relationship and a depth. And I think, yeah. you know, I can look back on the hard seasons where I saw the joy and I look back on those seasons fondly, you know, going mm -hmm. through all those years of counseling and mm -hmm. all of the difficulties we faced. I, I don't have any regret and I don't mm -hmm. look at it as this horrible season. I look at it as mm -hmm. this season that held so many gifts that set me free. Mm -hmm. And, and I think that's the same in any season. It might mm -hmm. look very different and it might look different in relationships, but when you look for that joy and you are joyful to see another person, um, it it becomes it becomes different. It transforms it into a, into it a different season. 
Yes, so, I totally agree with that. Totally agree. Because I've been through that and I understand where you're coming from on it. So I totally agree with that. Thank you for joining my podcast today. We all have a story to share. Each story has purpose and makes an impact to you, the listener, creating a journey with passion and purpose. The journey we're taking is the journey within you. Please share with others and subscribe below.